welcome back <laughs> to what? Ella? To what? To sisters of. I always said my. I do this every time. Ella, you're embarrassing me. I always want to start with my sister's <laughs> opinion podcast because it's only Ella's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Sisters oh. Opinion Podcast. I'm Ella Sokman. I'm Lizzie Jordan. Um, everyone, I think you should already notice the difference between Ella and I really quick. We need to shame her. Game of Thrones style. Or maybe just Big Sister bully the shit out of her, so. Um, so this is me bullying Ella right now. Um, so she has her microphone, but when she plugs in her microphone, she can't hear anything. So, um, and guess where she left her headphones? Oh, at our parents' house. I know. Who brought their podcast stuff home this past weekend? <laughs> but I didn't remember to bring it back. I remember That's to bring on it. you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think if I plugged in the mic that I wouldn't be able to hear. I was like, oh, I'll just hear out of You're going to need to put the cranberries down because the bag will crinkle and it will be very loud. So either grab a handful and put it on your desk for a minute, or put the I bag down. Yet, okay. I know, but I'm just saying. Like besides, I I thought we were gonna probably be like thirty minutes, forty five minutes, anyways. So. Here we go. I'm yeah. Okay. Well, have you been, babes? Any life updates? Anything we need to share with the group? I found someone to sublease my apartment for next semester. <gasps> You're kidding! Yay! That's nope. a big deal. Oh my god. Yay, so, yay, yay. And she decided to split the month of December with me. Oh, why? Because I'm not going to be living here in December, and either is she, so we just decided to split it 50 50. Oh, that's really nice. That's actually so nice of her. Yeah. So, <sighs> that. I think that's it, like, with personal things. I've been reading a lot more this week, like, on my Kindle. Mm-hmm. I finished two books, and I'm about to finish a third one for this week alone. So. Oh, that's actually one of the things I want to talk about. Um, anyways, I was reading. And I need to calculate the percentage. I know you already got told this. I got a ninety-seven point five percent on my sociology quiz. Slay. It's <laughs> my best grade on the quiz yet. Ooh, big slay. My second best is a seventy-seven. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what I was going to tell you. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything exciting. Oh, we had our Halloween party this past weekend. Let me give a recap yeah, of that. Halloween was this weekend. Yeah, let me give a little recap. A little a little recap. Um trying to remember. Okay. So Lauren, Spencer, Ashley, and Riley all came um from Asheville. And we all had a blast. We went out with Sarah, Luke, and Megan. They met up here with us we were here for they were here for like an hour and then we all got ubers or megan drove some people and we went out and um it was fun ella put the hello kitty thing away you're that's distracting it's distracting (laughs) (laughs) um we went out we were absolutely shmammered um it was the first time matthew has been shmammered in a hot minute (laughs) um bro does not ever relax i swear well and then the the fun part was that the next day Matthew got to experience an actual hangover for the first time. <laughs> well, I've had a few already and we it was like walking death. Like I got up out of bed and like keep in mind it'd been like like 6 hours since I we came home and I had been asleep. Um I got up out of bed and I'm like stumbling. And I literally just had to stop. I literally stood there and I was like, wow, I hate tequila. And I just walked to the bathroom and I was fine. But I just, it, the hangover was hangovering and it was hurting. It was hurting. I Matthew had McDonald's for the first time in years because <laughs> I made him eat it. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Elise and I, we went out in Bloomington at IU. Mm-hmm. She went out three nights in a row, but I didn't want to go out Thursday Jesus night. Jesus Christ. That's so I much. I didn't want to go out Thursday, and I was like, mm, I'm staying at home. <laughs> Literally. But then I went out Friday, and that was when we mm-hmm. were an angel and a devil. Mm-hmm. And then we went out Saturday, and she just took my devil costume. 
because she mm-hmm. didn't know what she wanted to be. And I was like, do you want to use my horns? She's like, yeah, I'll find red. And then I was like a hippie type thing. I don't know. I just kind of threw on clothes and said, hippie, sure. <laughs> Slay. And um. Friday, Friday was fine. Friday mm-hmm. we were out until... Mom picked me up both nights. <laughs> Friday we were out until like 1.30. Oh, okay. Saturday ended early because we started earlier. So Saturday I was home at like 11.45. Oh my god. You said bedtime. We also... <laughs> well, okay. So my... Let me my explain wife, myself as a freshman in college why I went home at, before midnight. Please do not drink a lot of caffeine. It does not help. No, it doesn't. It just we makes you split, stay up. We split three energy drinks like between the two of us, so we probably had 500 milligrams caffeine each before. Oh my god! Before we doing anything? Oh my god! So apparently, caffeine accelerates it. A accelerates lot. what? Getting drunk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot. My, I had no idea. And mind you, we did not even. Have a lot. Like, it was maybe, like, two shots each. Like, it was bad. Like, we were dizzy immediately. And I was like... And then we had to walk through the rain for three miles to get to a frat party, which we didn't know was a frat party. So then when we find, found out it was a frat party when we got there, we immediately left. Because if there's one thing Ew, I don't... Yeah. Main no. So, no. Yes, that's so true. So then I called mom. And I said, can you please come pick me up? Like, Uber. Uber. Like, we are walking back to the dorm now. I am 10 minutes away. Please pick me up. Yeah. And she no, both nights, no questions asked. Just picking me up. Oh, I think, sure. I think it was the highlight of her weekend. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, man. No. Um, oh, you want to see my new um, iPhone background? Because I didn't want to put up a Christmas like wallpaper yet. Oh, no, no. So, is this little kitty cat um, eating a cake and drinking some wine, and the cake says, eat shit. <laughs> I have a photo shuffle background right now, and you get 50 photos. So, actually, the first one's you and me. Ah, uh, Slay! 1989, Slay! <laughs> <laughs> Just you and me. Almost the entire time. Taylor Hands at the Ares for a movie. Oh, cute. Uh, Erica and I, I know it's glared. Uh, me with your dogs. <laughs> Taylor. Jana, <laughs> dressed as Drake. Oh my god, shut up. That's so funny. Me and Elise. <laughs> you and me. Uh, me, Elise, Sydney, and Sydney's roommate. Cute. Me and Dad. <laughs> That's about the entire rotation. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, no, I like uh, having aesthetic pictures. I don't know why. Yes. I, I don't. I would rather have things for everyone. Today is Jana's birthday. Today. So we gotta give it a little... I don't, she probably doesn't even listen, but we gotta give a little shout out she anyway. Definitely she definitely doesn't listen. If she dresses up as Drake for Halloween, she doesn't listen. Oh, no, no. That wasn't even for Halloween. That was back in July. <laughs> I genuinely love that chaotic human. She is so chaotic. No, she was... Oh, my God. Oh my God. I really hope the pictures are still up on her story. <laughs> Yeah, she was Steve Irwin. I saw that. Yeah. Um, wait, what are you doing? What are you doing this weekend? Going home. You are literally the most boring college student I have ever met in my life. <laughs> you are. I'm taking Elise to the Airspur movie tomorrow. I'm pretty sure because I convinced her to go with me. <laughs> oh my god. I convinced. I mean, we spend every weekend together. So when I said, "What are you doing Thursday night?" she said, "Nothing." I went, "Good, we're going to the movie." Literally, because she has. She admitted, she was like, "I was a Taylor Swift fan before, but not gonna lie, you've been you've made me like her way more because you've actually introduced me to other songs that aren't popular." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Exactly." I think honestly, once you get past um, the stuff that's on the radio, it is just so much better. Like, that's when you find, like, the gold. Like, that's, like, gold is the good songs. Ugh. And let me tell you, she's a rep girly like us. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm Reputation and 1989 and Folklore are, like, my... Those are my... That's my holy trinity right there. My holy that's, trinity? That's triangle. It changes, but the <laughs> consistent to our rep in 1989. The mm. third one switches between Speak Now, Lover... Folklore and Red. They kind of like. Actually, I really do like Midnight's a lot, though. I know like the whole album too. It 
I, I forget about it all the time, if I'm being honest. I didn't realize how much I liked it until mm-hmm. I started, like, comparing it to other albums. I was like, oh, my God. Wait, no, I, I actually, like, love it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably yeah. in the top five. No, no. Like, um, I knew I liked a lot of the songs, but, like, I was like, oh, shit, I really like a lot of the songs. We're actually going to um, the built. We're going to Asheville this weekend, and Ooh. we're meeting up with Matthew's parents for it's for his birthday because he oh turns twenty five. Oh my god! Of a old. century, he's wild. Old. I know he is old. And then we're gonna go to the Biltmore though, which I'm pumped, and we might go see Lauren and Spencer again. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Bill and Polly are coming tomorrow night for dinner. Why are they? Are they driving out of Florida? They're driving out of Nashville. And two of Polly's friends are with them, so we have dinner tomorrow. I had to make the reservations because no one else in my family wants to call Cheddar's. <laughs> when I tell you the bane of my existence is Cheddar's. I hate that place. It is like up there with Olive Garden and Red Robin and all that other shit. Olive Garden is the love of my life. I don't know what you're talking about, but... So oh, is Cheddar's. It drives me insane. I hate those. But I was on the phone with Oma. I was like, so what are we going to do for dinner tomorrow? And she was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably like get pizza or something. I was like, you don't want like mom and I to cook at least? Like this is family. She was like. For what? Oh, for the thing. And Polly coming. And she oh. was like, no, because your mom works tomorrow. I don't want her to cook. I'm like, she works till two. And she can <laughs> I'm like, girlie can cook a dinner for 10 people. It's not like she hasn't done that before. That's so funny. I'm sorry. It's just like, your mom has to work. It's like, and she's done six hours before they'll be there. At this point, I've just learned to, like, drop it. I'm like, oh, yeah. I can tell your brain is developing because you don't want to argue anymore with someone that you shouldn't argue. (laughs) Sorry, not shouldn't. Can't. You can't argue with because you know you're going to lose Every you, time. You want to know what she did this past weekend? Oh when my we were God, at their what? house. So first of all, she she wanted family dinner Sunday night, but just like Soakland family, because she wanted to see me. Wait, is that right? like mandatory for y'all? No, she. It was like a random thing. Like mom told me dad and I on Friday we're having dinner with Omar on Sunday, and dad and I were like, oh, <laughs> dad okay. just constantly making jokes. Well, because then she went at Omar's house. We were like, okay. <laughs> Like she and oh, and mom specifically said because she wanted to see me. So you know, I'm like, I'm oh, okay. the college girl that's coming home. I'm like, me. You come home every weekend. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so we get there and like that night, like the Bengals game had already started, so we put it on. We're watching it. Yada yada. Dad literally. <laughs> Dad made me put the jersey on because he had saw me in the car and he went, "Why aren't you wearing the jersey?" And I was like, "Because we're oh. going to us." And he went, "Put it on." I was like, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> I found a oh I found a sweatshirt I want Dad for, to buy me by the way. Oh yeah, send the link. He'll get it for Christmas. Um, anyways, <laughs> and so they are in. Oma doesn't really like like she says hi to all of us, but not like anything major. It's like Dad and I just sit on the couch because dinner's actually for once she was ready, and it was only four thirty. We won't we weren't supposed to eat till five thirty. She wow. was ready. That's yeah. She I was noon. Probably. <laughs> it's like five twenty, and we're like, okay, let's eat. So I get there. You know how like she normally like will get the plates out and set them on like that island. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like across the island. I go, oh, like where are the plates? And she looks at me. And she goes, you know where they are. You can get them. And I looked at mom, and mom went, oh, you know it's bad when mom is also like, because <laughs> well, mom was what? standing by the cabinet, so mom just opened it and got the plates out, and I was like. Like, I can see that meme exactly happening. And mom just being like, literally. And then I just I walked over to mom and I went, "Who put a stick up there today?" <laughs> yeah, literally, and it's rotting. Oh my god! I was like, girly, I said nothing. And like, mom was probably so surprised because I did. I I was said it in like the, like a normal tone, like yeah, uh, like how you just said it, like where like where the plates because you're used to them being in a certain area. Yeah. So mom even was like. And for everyone that doesn't know, Oma is our grandmother, and she has her gotten, mom. yeah, she's our mom's mom, and, like, we love her, but, like, as she has gotten older, it feels like the last two, three years, she mm. is snippy, and it is, like, mm. not fun. Like, I, like, I don't know if it's because, like, we're older, and maybe she always said this to, like, our parents, 
Maybe. 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 I can see that. But even our mom has kind of been like, I don't get why she's acting like this lately. No, I literally told stories of like what she was doing, like saying stuff to me whenever I was in Bloomington. And mom was like, I literally had no idea. And I was like, yeah, because she was like, I'm like, I'm not going to tell you, but like, I am going to rat on your mom. (laughs) Um, I remember Christmas, um, the first year Matthew and I were married. That was the worst thing ever because it wasn't even her. It was other people. Wait, what do you mean? From what I okay, wait. Let me. Uh, I'll tell the story really quick. So I mean, we're talking about okay, someone calling your husband a butler. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah that was the same year. That was not a fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a uh, that was, that was an interesting <laughs> Christmas. So the first year Matthew and I were married, we had four or five Christmases in one day. I think five. Yeah, I think it was five. It was five. So um going to my we always usually go to oma's also the pink bra made another appearance by the way you can't see it sorry <laughs> i forgot i just looked there and i was like you can tell i literally stripped because i had to get on my work clothes and i was so annoyed and i just put on a sweatshirt oh we're both wearing our Taylor Swift sweatshirts right now by the way oh yeah the air sewer. <laughs> um so oma we always usually go to on christmas day and usually it's like in the evening, sometimes afternoon, kind of depended. Yeah. Well, this year though, Matt, this is Matthew and I's like first year being married, so we were like, "Hey, we prefer if you guys did in the evening because we have a bunch of other Christmases to go to, and everyone was fine with it." Yeah, we we're all like, "That makes sense." Yeah, and so keep in mind, by the time we get to my Oma's house at six o'clock, Matthew and I have already been up since six o'clock. We have gone to numerous houses. We have driven everywhere. We have participated in events, done all the things. Great. Eating a ton of food. <laughs> yeah. And um, we get there. And I'm not kidding. I We're the last ones there, I think, right? You were. We were all yeah. sitting down. All chilling. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was Oma and obviously Mom and Jess in the kitchen. Because, like, the woman. Yeah. And so, this is where it gets interesting. Right as I walk in the door, I see everyone. I'm, tra- I'm starting to say hi to everyone. And then Oma snips at me going, what'd she fucking say? Oh, she said something she, like. She like, told you to, uh, why do I think it was something with like beans, like the green beans? No, she told me to do something. She just and, told me. Like to- in a really rude way, essentially. Like and not where you're wanting your grandmother to talk to you. Like Everyone after- is like sitting on their ass, not really doing Literally like, everyone else. else. Literally, I think it's a sense of like all of us becoming adults, and since you had gotten married, you are the most adult. Yeah, but my thing is, the men in the room can also do things like our father and our uncle, and then also Drake. Drake is the same age as me. Sorry, love you, Drake, but you could also do things as well in the kitchen. This gets to the very core of like our family. While at least our side of the family can be really, really progressive. It still comes down to like the women do all of the cooking yeah. and the men just sit and watch football. And if you haven't been able to tell by our facial expressions, we simply do not agree with that bullshit. No. <laughs> no. Never in a day of and my it's... life. And so and then no. what continued to happen was uh. we started talking about we ha- you had had people over for dad's birthday and I'm well, that- wait. I she almost sniped at me. So then yeah. I snapped back, being like, this is what I said, sorry everyone for the language, but I go, I just fucking walked in here, and you have all these other people on their asses not doing shit, and I've had five other Christmases before this, and I'm tired, I don't want to really be here right now, and this is what you say to me the minute I walk in the door, Merry Christmas, and I literally turn around, and I, go, I have to go sit in like the kid's bedroom, because <laughs> I was fuming, oh yeah, because I'm like, finally, <laughs> no, and it was just like, in my head, I love my. I need to preface with this, and it should be standard. But I do love my Oma. Oh yeah. But the thing is, it's a level of respect. It's like I am not a child. You cannot boss me around so disrespectfully. Sorry. It's like if she'd asked me, I would. I probably would have done it. But it's the fact that it was demanded of me, and they all know. They all know my personality. You cannot do that with me. It is better to ask politely in the nicest way possible to get anything out of me versus demanding something yeah. of me to be done. Especially that when I walk in and I see everyone else sitting down. Sorry, this turned into a rant podcast about it, but sorry. I mean, they, they, why <laughs> did you try to FaceTime me? Who? 
Mom said call me, but I'm just texting her. I'm just texting her between the podcast. No, it's fine. Wait, so what were you going to say, though? Um, the butler thing. Oh, God. I don't know if we should expose that. Oh. Well, like, fully exposed. I just want to say what... So, Lizzie, about a month and a half earlier, had had everyone, all of us over at her and Matthew's house. It was, like, the first time of, like, our family seeing the house, like, not just me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and having our dad's birthday dinner there. Mm-hmm. Lizzie and Matthew obviously have a very balanced relationship in that one cooks, one cleans. Or, at the time, Matthew was in school and he was on mm-hmm. break. So then Lizzie was at work. So, like, obviously he's going to do more because he was on break. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Come to Christmas. We're all sitting there. I'm sitting on the floor. Lizzie and Matthew are sitting directly above me on the couch. I always sit on the floor. It's probably being the youngest. <laughs> Not couch face. <laughs> so this person says, you know, like, when we went over to Lizzie's house, it just really seemed like Matthew was kind of like a butler. He was doing everything that a woman normally does. And I, I remember looking up at you and Matthew and your face going, and Matthew going, and I was like, because I'm like, what is she going to say? I'm like, what is going to be said? And then I, for me, the worst thing knows that you said nothing. You just sat there and I was like, oh shit. I'm like, she's I'd already exploded once this day. This is still the same Christmas. This is the same Christmas. It was like God was truly down on earth, testing my patience, seeing if I was going to get that ticket into heaven or not. And I simply put, got a 50-50, so I failed. I failed. Well, no, honestly, that second one could have been way worse. So I passed, based off of just that second event. Because it took every kind cell in my body not to erupt. Yeah. Truly, because I was exhausted, I was annoyed. People, my own family is where it got me. Had been rude about me, to yeah. me, and about my husband. Yeah. And the thing is, too, I don't care what you say about me, because I'm still gonna run my mouth no matter what. But you do not talk about Matthew. The minute you talk no. about Matthew, I'm gonna ruin your life, really quick. And like, yeah. sorry, but I've already done it to a few people, and well, not in his family, but well. Yeah, kind of. And I've like gone off on a couple Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say it just doesn't get pretty. Don't touch my husband. You can go for me all you want. Don't don't touch my husband. I remembered something else about this weekend. Because we were having dinner at the table, whatever. I was just kinda eating like quietly because I wasn't mm-hmm. able to talk because I was afraid that I was gonna get snipped at if I talked. <laughs> so I was yeah. just sitting there and then Oma brings up I don't even know who this person is, but it's a grandma. And it's like her grandkids. Okay. Her, it was a grandma. Her son had cheated on his wife, and so his kids cut him off. Oh, well, that's right. pretty normal, though. That's honestly, right. yeah. We knew people Oma that did was, that. Oma was talking to me, and she was like, and she was like, but now, like, she, whatever her name is, the grandma, is just so upset because the kid, like, she hasn't seen the kids in, like, two or three years. And she was telling me how she's really upset. And I'm like, okay, well, if that was my case... And let's say dad cheated on mom, I would not talk to anyone on dad's side of the family. Or well, dad. That's pretty normal, I feel like, honestly, yeah, because you just kind of like, cut it off. Because you don't want to hear it from that side of the family of like, give him a second chance. Why are you so on him? About how, well, it's your family. So, like, you have to be there for them. Like, even if someone goes into jail or does, like, you know, yada, yada, and like, you have to be there for them. And I went, well, not if they kill someone. And dad, I oh. basically heard dad go, <laughs> <laughs> Literally me is me. That was my only like back talk, and she went silent when I said that. And then she just kind of kept talking. And then we got oh. to the couch. I like I like laid down my head toward dad because like the game was like over. We were just waiting to go home. And mm-hmm. my dad goes, "I agree with you. Even if they're not family, you can cut them off." And I went. <laughs> I was like, I know why you agreed. <laughs> no, I just like I'm my head. I was just like, it's in, like like we've said. This is turned into a family rant. Sorry, everyone. Um, this is therapy you know, like, essentially. You have an episode like this. No, like we literally honestly we said we just need to keep family out of it. We would just won't talk about family, blah blah blah. But honestly, I think it's just it just kind of came up naturally, and like we preface, we love our Oma. Oh, everything yeah. like that 1000 percent. yeah no and if i died and it gave her 20 more years of her life i would <laughs> <laughs> no and that's like that's the thing though it's just like 
but it's family and everyone needs to understand that and it's like you don't get to sit there and judge us for no. our family for like just being siblings and talking about our family because we can be annoyed with our family members anyone has the right to do that i'm sorry oh, yeah. we're not the perfect american family sorry mom for this episode by the way love you we love you you did absolutely nothing and that's you're not the problem well there isn't really a problem but like your mama your mama gets a little snippy with us for existing sometimes and we say nothing it's always whenever we are in like a good mood not saying anything controversial not saying anything rude not being rude anything right it's just us existing I know, it's just always us existing, and then we're just like, okay, like, like she's me... lucky if I had been in a bad mood. That's what I'm saying. Like, one of those days it's gonna happen, and it's just not gonna be pretty. It's not. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. I just kind of sit there like... Well, what? she forgets that, like, we are literally her grandchildren, so, like, where do you think the attitude came from? Well, I think our family all, like, like our family kind of expects everyone to have, like, the same views on everything, so yeah. they're like, oh, we can talk about this. But then when you actually voice your opinion, they're like, mm. no. I'm like, I'm like yeah, literally. Yeah. No, you can't even. Uh, yeah, everyone, just so everyone knows, families aren't perfect in any way, shape, or form. Love our doesn't. Yeah, we like... love our family. Never said we don't. It's just sometimes they test our patience of if they want to be on this earth or not. That's all. And if they need to be taken out by, because like what that saying is like by like your mother or whatever, I came, I birthed you into this world. I can take you out of it. And I'm like, I feel the same about any family member. I'm like, but I'll end you metaphorically speaking, um, with my words, and it won't be pretty. This goes with anything, with like any type of authority figure. I don't yeah. think respect is automatically given. You Facts. have to, you have to respect no. me. And I respect you. No, I think that goes with any relationship, though, personally. <laughs> yeah, because, like, it can even be, like, let's say, like, Matthew's, like, Matthew's friends when I were, when we were first started dating. Like, Matthew's friends did not garner my respect or anything like that until they genuinely showed that, like, they, they were worth that. And then, yeah. like, because it goes at any age level as well. Yeah. And it goes with anything. And I feel yeah. like that's just always... Like, I, to be fair, like, Gen X and above, we're all raised with, like, respect your adults or your Yeah, adults. it's but all the elder like, stuff. I, like, yeah, but, like, if they it. don't treat you with respect, why do you have to worry about them? Like, why do I have to do the same to you? If I'm, if you're not giving exactly. me the same energy that I'm giving you, yeah. why would I reciprocate? Like, why would I give you respect when you don't respect me? Yeah. I simply like, don't understand like, the logic. I don't. Like, think about it in, like, a workplace. If you have a shitty boss... I feel like those generations are more likely to be like, oh, well, they're my boss. But then our generations are like, mm, no, they don't no, I will leave. Like, I, yes. I, like, I will actually, like, I, what's going to hurt more is I will just leave. And that's why we're seeing such a huge, like, thing of, like, our generation just ghosting jobs because they'll find something better and they'll just leave. They're like, if you're not going to treat me with respect and pay me yeah. enough and all these other things, why would I stay? I don't but feel then, the need to stay. And I just say there's also some instances that we're, people or employees come in and then they don't respect you know they're like immediately like mm, this job sucks and then the employer's like well i don't know what like menards the the like front and the cashier but then mm-hmm. the manager he was like talking to me because i'm still friends with some of them and he was like ella literally someone came in she worked two days the third day she came in used the bathroom for like 25 minutes which whatever like, a lot of us have stomach issues, and we don't really care how long you use the bathroom for. But then she came out, and she asked him, oh, I left something in my car. And he's he's the head front-end manager. Like, he's, like, fourth in line in total authority. Like, he, but he's super sweet. So mm-hmm. he was obviously like, yeah, of course, like, if you forgot something, you can go get it. But she didn't come back. Uh- like, you don't even have the respect to be like, I want to quit. Like, you're... And, like, this man, I literally have never even heard him raise his voice. And he is, like, 6'5 and 270. Like, this man is... Damn. Okay, and Travis he is, Kelsey. And he is the nicest person ever. And, wow. like, so funny and sweet. So I'm just, like, you don't even have the decent, like, the decency to tell him that you're quitting. You work two and a half shifts and just ghost. Like, that yeah, is not... I don't like it. those. I think it's different with, like, um when it comes to yeah. real... T- like, real... Realty. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh my god, I said realty. Um, what's it called? Oh my god, why is my 
brain blanking the name when it's like shopping and retail retail thank you oh my god um i think that's different though whenever like like our generation i don't like that when people like ghost retail stores because like they're already struggling enough it feels like as is to hire anyone and keep anyone yeah i just think it's different whenever you're already at a job for a while and then like you're just like i'm not being respected i don't even like it here all these other things like i just want to leave and the minute i get a good job i'm just gonna leave like people aren't even putting in two like two weeks notices anymore it's like just simply not a thing Mm -hmm. like i also get that like the menard store that i am literally going back to work at is Mm -hmm. a harder place to work at because the customers are all pretty old and they're kind of like entitled and they're kind of like yeah i'm the customer and so i get like it can be hard about that and like also the customer is not always right no it's not they're not like store managers they can be harsh but they're also really nice and understanding so yeah. if they're like, why didn't you get this done? And then you actually have a valid reason. They're not going to like get on you for that. They're going to mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, you have two more days or something. As so it's should. like, I understand the customers are hard, but I literally stayed there for two and a half years and I'm coming back because I miss who I work with so much. Like everyone yeah. that works there is a great person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously working there for two days, you're not going to pick up on that though. No, but like <laughs> I would anyone in two days like I would say the same though about like my old job in Bloomington like I loved working at Singota because I loved the people there and the company actually treated you with decent amount of respect and like treated me with respect so it's like like if I ever moved back to Bloomington I would try to work there again because I I liked them so much I liked the people a lot so like I think it goes a long way whenever you do enjoy the people you work with and especially your boss when your boss makes life more enjoyable to work because you spend majority of your life at work. Yeah. I think it's nice. Um like I don't and also like my managers, even the um our like newest assistant manager that I had worked with for not even a month, all three of them like stuck up for me when I went to go reapply. They all three went and talked mm-hmm. to our HR person and was like, She's coming back to Walker Brains. Like, oh. even Kitty, who I literally have worked with for a month, was like, I want Ella back. Like, oh. also, it's just, like, a level of respect. Of, no, I agree. I and I, I think it, they, well, they're next to me because I do my job, so then I'm going to respect them. That's what I was about to say. I was like, you're, I'm not ever worried about you in any way. I don't think I'm... No. I'm never even worried about myself because I have... I've had people who at work who don't even treat me with respect, but I still treated them with some. Yeah. So like, it's like... it. Had- yeah. Yeah, I okay. Think- Anyways, let's move on to the next thing, Ella, before it turns on a whole rant. We don't need it. We already talked enough. We talked about family, Ella, for like 20 minutes. <laughs> um, okay, so what's interesting that we've seen in the news that is Taylor Swift related is that labels want to prevent Taylor's version like re-recordings from ever happening again. And I think that's something that needs to be brought to light. That yes, is like- um, stupid and money hungry and clearly just... Uh, money grab of people who already make millions and millions and millions of dollars owning these people's music when they should have no right to that and they're trying to put people in like 10 to 30 year contracts before they'd be allowed to re-record their albums like what taylor did and they're really calling like the taylor swift effect and they're like well we don't want this to happen again and i'm like it's only happening because people were being dicks to her and bought her music without her knowledge it's only happening because you didn't well, it's only happening because you just don't let artists own their own music. And that's, I'm sorry, but it's going to keep happening. It is. And it's like, I'm, I hope, I hope the new artists who are getting signed have good lawyers and they look at that and they see that and be like, we will not sign with you if that is part of the contract. And because we will find somewhere else to go. That's so ridiculous. I'm praying because like, like, I just don't want the future of music to end up like that. I genuinely mm-hmm. don't. Cause I think it will cause a lot of issues and like having good music <laughs> honestly because then what what if people who write really good songs are like well i want to be able to own it though i don't want to why would i release it then with this group like i'll just wait and so like we don't get as good of music like i'm not saying that might not happen yeah. fully but like, but like it's just like a yeah. what if type of thing i guess i don't know i just i fully agree with the comment i saw be like it was a comment on tiktok i think twitter and it was like can Taylor Swift just make her own label already? No, facts. <laughs> like, take like, artists she... under her wing and, like... 
Well, it's another avenue, A, for her to make money, but she could be making money off these people and be like, okay, I'm going to take X amount of money from you because like, I I am your record label and I'm giving yeah. you a place to do it, but you will own your music. It is yeah. yours. Like You will never have to do what I had to do and go and re-record an album because you don't yeah. own it anymore. You will always own it, but I will get percentages of the money that you make from it, from tours, from streaming, from merch, whatever. So yeah. like, um. Another little lovely music thing um, is that Spotify is not going to allow small music creators to make any money starting in 2024 under yes. a certain, um, yeah, monthly streaming. So, um, stupid. I I would just recommend looking into that if you're the artist that you listen to or like. Um, if that's going to be part of that happening to them, I would just highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, deleting spotify and going to apple music going to title because that still exists apparently yeah, um, youtube so- music prime music like all these other options now because like in my head if you're not gonna be paying everyone the money that they deserve from the streams that they are getting and technically making you money for they should not be getting money from subscribers and it's just like just because like taylor swift did not go on Spotify for the longest time until she literally got artists to be paid a livable wage by the streams that she got. And so I, yeah, it's just a lot of things like Spotify. Um, you're gonna, I think if that becomes very well known, it's going to make them lose a lot of money. Yeah. The other kind of like pop culture thing I want to become is Matthew Perry dying. Yeah. That's horrible. That- literally broke me because Chandler Bing is the best character on the Friends. I don't care what anyone says. And yeah. also because I did more research, he improved a lot of his scenes. Mm-hmm. And the, and he helped the writers write his, like, write mm-hmm. every, like, stuff. Like, yeah. he was that funny. Like, as a... Human. Yeah. <laughs> and he was truly, like, I think a good soul of a human. Because, like, you never... Like, yeah. yes, he struggled with alcohol and drug addiction, but honestly, at this point, like, a lot of people do. And it's, like, it's really sad. And, like, those people, like, genuinely just need help. And, like, he was eventually able to get help. But it's just, like, yeah. those people and, struggle in a different way than most people will ever know. And, and I think you need to give said, people grace. He said in his book, he was, like, since I've gone through it, if anyone ever came up to me saying that they're struggling with substances, I would immediately help them. Like, with yeah. no other thought. I would not shame them. I would not do anything because I was shamed. And I was like, yeah, yeah, and I'm uh, a big friends gal. I made my sister a friends gal. It's just like, yeah, I've, I think I've wa- yeah. made, like watched it over like five times. Like it's it's just such an easy show to watch, but now I don't even want to like watch it anymore because I'm like, yeah, because well, it's like it's traumatizing because it's also something we grew up watching, and so it's like it's like Harry Potter now because like Dumbledore died this past month. Like, yeah. Um, Hagrid died. Um, this year. Even even if it's not the actual actor dying, I still kind of refuse to go back and watch the movies. Like even if it's just like their character dying, because in my head I know it's like when Iron Man died. Like oh my god, that's so so hard to go back and watch. I think Marvel kind of killed them. I think Marvel shot themselves in the foot by doing that, honestly, because, like, I haven't been able to... I watched Loki the first season, and I watched um, something... One of the other Marvel shows, uh, WandaVision. Those were good, but then I haven't been able to watch anything else, because it's just, like, Iron Man was one of my favorite um, characters. He was he was my favorite. I literally, like... Yeah. You probably remember, I sobbed in that theater. Sobbed in the car ride home. I was like... I don't think I we could... saw together. Listen, oh, maybe it was just mom. No, I yeah. think it was mom. No. I think I saw it with Matthew. Yeah, I saw it no, with Matthew. It came out before Matthew and you were together. Are you sure? I think yeah. so. I know Infinity War definitely came out when I was still in middle school. Oh, it, no, it was 2019. When in 2019? Oh, my God. Nope, it was April 26, 2019. You definitely saw it with mom and I. When then? Because I would have been in school still, Ella. We saw it pretty close to release date. You were in college, so probably like yeah. early May. Yeah. Well, I was like, I remember being, but it was just like, I don't know. It was in now, like, or Black Widow dying, and then they made the Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the end scene is her sister at her grave, but it's like that entire movie, you're like, 
Well, that was that was in production though before she was supposed to die, and that was supposed to come out way before she died because. But the reason why is because I think like Scarlett Johansson wasn't getting paid like properly or something like that, and, like or like they were trying to use like they were, they just weren't gonna pay her well, and they they were trying to put it like directly in Disney Plus, and so she wasn't gonna make any money off of it, and she was like, no, like we are, I'm not gonna let you do that. Like either put it in the theaters, like whenever like COVID has passed essentially. And, like, that's what kind of delayed, like, that's what made the weird timeline of all that, so. Well, um, like, I do, I do understand a lot of them wanting to, like, retire, though. So, like, oh, honestly, like they've been doing it for, like, over a decade. Literally, so I understand that aspect of, like, Robert Downey Jr. was probably, like, yeah, because he doesn't really do a lot of acting jobs anymore, so he was definitely, like, I want to retire. Chris Evans just wanted to do other stuff, so then they had to age up Captain America to get him out. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson obviously was kind of the. I literally sobbed though because I, I occasionally I will think of like the original Avengers. They all have like the matching tattoo. Yeah, I think it's no, 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 except for the guy who played the Hulk. Except for Mark Ruffalo. Fuck yep. you. Everyone else. <laughs> no, everyone literally. Else, the original Avengers. Mark like, Ruffalo is like probably the biggest diva that has ever come out of Hollywood in a hot minute, and I say that with my chest because my he didn't ch- want to do thirteen going on thirty. He tried. He tried to walk out on that. By the way, I didn't even know that he was the love interest in that because I've never seen the movie. But I, I can point out who that actress is. If I see her, I'm like thirteen going on thirty. Who is? I do not know who this bitch was. Yeah, I know. And Mm -hmm. yeah, and it's just like it's honestly like the stories I hear of him, it's like not great. And I'm like, no, I'm just like, yeah, like when Robert Downey Jr. said he was the only one, I was like, telling. It adds up. But then, Um, like thinking of like. Also, because, like, thinking they got it when they were still making the movies, so they had it in the movies. I was like, oh. Um, so, I've been doing something fun. Um, I got all the Harry Potter books on Audible. <laughs> and I have been rereading them, essentially. And I am about to finish up the fourth book. Um, this might be a hot, like, um, like, a hot take. But, um... Fourth book is, um... Like a of fire. Yeah. Um I will say this, the movies do not do the books justice. Mm-hmm. I thought they did, but it's I the last time I read these, I was in 6th grade. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm it's like, been it's years. Been 10 years since I read them. Or like Yeah, it's been years. over that for me. And so I was just like I went yeah. back and I was like, "Oh, I'm just going to get these on Audible cuz I have I had like 7 credits and I hadn't used them and I was like, "I'll just get all the Harry Potter books so I can just listen to those again." And I've just been going through them like crazy. Like, and I, it just blows my mind because I'm like, I'm listening to stuff. I'm like, why would they not have put this in the movie? Why'd they not put this in the movie? Like, this deep, like, and it honestly makes sense now to like re listen to them or like reread them Mm -hmm. because like there were stuff in the movie where I'm like, but how'd they get to that? And like, how are they just okay with that? And like, how'd that happen? And like, reading the books now, it's like, oh, this is all adding up now. And like, this is making a lot more sense after like watching the movies for years um also i know it was yeah. yesterday but rip lily and james potter because they died on halloween yes they did i know and Voldemort I... died for the first time on halloween yeah. and scary got a and Her- scary harry got his little scar so and Hagrid, Hagrid, Hagrid really? cried picking up harry and taking him to the dursleys yesterday Oh, that's sad to think about. Oh, oh, it makes me think of. If you haven't read the Harry Potter books, I don't by now or watched the movies, I don't give a shit. This is a spoiler, but every time I think of Hagrid, yeah, every time I think of Hagrid, I always think of Hedwig dying in like the seventh movie, and it makes me cry every time. And I get, I understand that Dumbledore was like a bad professor and a bad guy. But still, his death scene, Ugh. especially because it was Snape. Wait, what do you mean he was a bad guy? He tricked Harry into doing everything and put Harry in so much danger. What did he trick him into? Everything. Starting oh, in the books, I will tell you this, he did not. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. No. And then, like, that scene of, like, Harry being in the tower and watching 
Snape, but Snape like did not want to kill Dumbledore because even though Snape oh. was like, "I am part of you," no, he's Snape knew Dumbledore. he had to. That's the yeah. difference. He knew he had to kill Dumbledore because he knew Draco just... wasn't going to be able to do it. That's why he made that thing, and it also tied him in to favor so... again with Lord Voldemort, so that he could be like the insider that yeah. could hopefully because like Snape was, I think, I think the whole thing was that he was hoping to also help help bring Voldemort back down and kill yeah. him again, and well, he did in a way. So. And it makes me cry too to think that like Snape loved Lily so much that like he even though he hated Harry he only hated Harry because he was James because kid. he looked like James yeah no he looked he in looked the like book Luke. no he did not oh my god he looked like James had the eyes of Lily yeah the eyes that's why Snape could never make eye contact with him no he didn't make eye contact with him all the time I thought the whole point was he couldn't no he did all the time. Like I'm not kidding. I didn't just a... read the damn books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, like I, I just read these and just listened to these. Like he did, he does. And I will say the bullying that Snape, like Snape, was a bully in the books. Like he That's is awesome. way worse than um in the movies. Way like, worse. Leaves. I'm like Snape was so mean to Harry. So obviously we all hated him. But then when we found out that he oh was actually God. protecting him, yeah. He really and doing and he like knew, little things to make well, sure that he was safe. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what it was like. Always so annoying though, because you're just like, well, why would he still act that way though towards Harry? Because like he like probably knows that Harry doesn't act like. Because he always yeah, said like Harry was like love being popular and love being famous and all these things, and it was like, but you know he doesn't. You no. know he doesn't though. But like you were just pressing that on him, and like I yeah. don't know. I go back and forth with Snape all the time. Like I I loved him at the end. But yeah. the first couple books, he is horrible to oh Harry. Like, horrible. Like, literally the worst. I'm like, I literally, all I kept thinking was, how has the school board not been brought in to fire Snape? Because he is a bullying children <laughs> in another house. He's bullying them as a grown man. I have to say, all of the memes that I see of, like, it'd be like, Harry Potter breathes 5,000 points to the <laughs> Literally Dumbledore, I'm I'm so dead ass. In the books, literally, no, but then you know what? Harry it'd be like if Harry Potter breathes in potions class with Snape, fifty points from Gryffindor every time his nostrils open up. It's like I'm not kidding. It's he was wretched to Harry in the books. It's like at the end of like the books of the movies, right before the cup winner gets the out and Dumbledore's like five thousand points because you guys did your homework. <laughs> No, it's so true though, because like the first, what happened in the first book? Oh, um, they got points because like they Which got wrong? through like the Chamber of Secret. No, 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 they got no, no, no. They got points. Hermione got fifty points taken away in the book, and then yeah. Harry and Ron earned fifty points each. Um, yeah, and Professor McGonagall did that, and no, but they yep. remember they went through all the trials to get to the stone. Remember? Yeah. That's what they did, and that's what earned them a bunch of points. Um, the second one, the was... obviously that's a rightfully earned win. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna just say like I could try to remember that one. I think Ron, just Ron and Harry earned points. Um, yeah, I think they were close though. They were winning anyways already. So um, I think and it might have been Prisoner of Azkaban. Well, I remember one of the like books or movies. It was like Slytherin's about to win, and Dumbledore was like. Sorry. <laughs> they don't mention it in the fourth one. The third one, I don't know if they do either because it's like the ending is literally yeah, because the ending is um the ending. No, they do. They do. Sorry. Um, they they mention it. They do. No, they do because then also Ron will be like, "Hey, I want you to come um home with me next year, next summer, because we're gonna go see the Quidditch like World Cup." And then you know that's when like the Death Eater thing happens and stuff. You yeah, know? that's when that's how Goblet of Fire starts. Yep, yeah, and um, I learned a bunch. They kept a ton of stuff out in that scene, by the way. That makes things make way more sense. About what scene? Okay, so in the beginning, the Death Eater scene, you know, whenever they're like, they're all like up and like doing a bunch of stuff. They weren't terrorizing the wizards. They had taken the Muggle family that ran the campgrounds that all the wizards were staying on and put the Imperious curse on them, which like makes them do whatever you want makes them like a little puppet and had the parents and the two children above their heads and were doing stuff to them and like yeah yeah and so like every all the good wizards were like running into the woods and so harry and ron and hermione had to go run into the woods because um 
uh, Ron's dad is part of the ministry, so he had to go yeah. help, like, to, like, defuse the situation. And I'm so sorry, did his brothers. Can we talk about that real quick? Ron's dad is part of the ministry. Yeah, he works everyone... in the Muggle Division. I know, but then everyone still treats him like shit. I'm like, yeah, because he works in the Muggle Division. Like, That's why. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And um so then they're running into the woods and then Harry gets tries to get his his wand out to like so he can defend himself and he notices it's gone. Yeah. And he's like, Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so someone took his wand to do the dark like Voldemort's like su- signal in the sky. That's how it happened. Yeah. And then you know how like it's Barty Crouch Jr. at the end of the book? Yeah. Barty Crouch Jr. had gotten snuck out of Azkaban because he went to Azkaban for, yeah, for, like, he actually did go to Azkaban. Everyone thought he died in Azkaban. No, he literally got polyjuice potion with his mom and they flipped because she was about to die. His mom was about to die. And so she died in prison and they buried her under his name so that she was dead. And then. Uh, and then Barty Crouch, <laughs> yeah. And then Barty Crouch. I did not process And then Barty Crouch um, had like a quick funeral to cover up um, his wife not being there, so she died. So technically, that's an uh, empty grave. It's an empty grave. And Barty Crouch put the Imperious Curse on his own son, on his own son, to keep him under control because he didn't know if he was like actually involved with the. Voldemort or not yeah and he was he was even though like in the trials he was like father no I didn't do it I didn't do it don't let me go and he did he was he was fully enthralled with it and so he convinces dad to let him go to the Quidditch World Cup yeah yeah and this little house elf named Winky um saved a seat for him and was like oh I'm saving this seat for my master who's Barty Crouch when in reality Barty Crouch Jr. had an invisibility cloak and he came and sat down during the game to watch and that's when he snatched Harry's wand to do the dark mark curse in the air and then whenever like people looked at his wand because you can do a spell to see what the last spell that wand did it showed (laughs) Harry's wand doing it oh my god I was wondering like freaked out you no, know, it's because like, it's it's way darker in the books. It's like oh genuinely way darker. Yeah, JK, you did a terrible job helping the movies. Damn. I know, and like that's also how he escapes, um, being under the Imperius curse under his dad, and he he's the one that goes and um, like we know he obviously takes Mad Eye Moody's like um whole thing and stuff. Yeah. Well, this gets even crazier. You know how we think he just goes back to Azkaban or whatever and stuff at the end of the movie? Yeah. No, he dies. He dies because the um, Minister of Magic, the Cornelius Fudge, yeah, he decides to just casually bring in a Dementor that um, whenever that's not allowed, like Dumbledore doesn't like them. He he yeah. thinks they're just too dark of creatures and stuff and whatever yeah, else. Really yeah. they are. And especially what happened with Harry, the previous book, because, you know, Harry collapsed like numerous times from the Dementors. Yeah. And so he's like, no, 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 Cornelius Fudge brings one of them on. And it performs, like, the Dementor's Kiss, you know, which, like, it sucks all your soul out, so you're just, yeah. your body's alive, but you're essentially dead. You're... I know what it is. I do remember that. <laughs> yep. And he it, he lets him do that. Whenever, literally, this guy, when Barty Crouch Jr. had, like, all this proof that Voldemort was back, that um everything that Harry said was true, that, um, because he did it under, like, the, um... Snape made him take like this vial of um, truth serum essentially it's like the only thing that will make you fully tell you the truth nothing else and he explained like all of this and how he did all this under that and Cornelius Fudge just lets him do the Dementor's curse kiss and then no one believes Harry Dumbledore, Snape McGonagall, McGonagall who all witnessed him take this like truth serum all listened to the story that he said and it matched up with everything Harry had seen and said Yeah, right. It makes you want to reread the books because it's so much better than the movies. And now I understand why they're trying to do a TV show because they didn't. The they put, huh? Are the books still at our house, or didn't you bring them? Eh, I think they're at the house. What? Oh, I'm yeah. missing though the sixth one. I think the fifth and the sixth one, maybe. Yeah, I know we're missing some. 
Damn, I'm about to go read the books. Um, yeah. So they're literally insane. And now I under- as I'm, I was like so against them doing because the- apparently they're trying to do a reboot of a t- Harry Potter TV show, like HBO Max's. And I was like so against that because I was like, no, no, no. Daniel Radcliffe is the only Harry Potter. He is my Harry Potter. And but now though, he is. I'm, I'm no, he is. And like now I understand though why they want to do a reboot because they left out so many details. I understand that, oh. but I cannot watch someone else play Ron, Hermione, Harry, McGonagall, yeah. Dumbledore, Harry. They're gonna like, have that, to do a, a really good it. job. They're gonna have to do an insane job to even come close or beat those characters. I think. So we shall also, see. Also, those characters we literally watched them from the age of yeah. twelve to eighteen. And that's what I'm saying. They'd have to do that again. They'd have to do that all over again. If you don't, we're gonna hate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you like- can't switch them out. You can't. Like you have to let them grow up and like. That's like that was what I think made Harry Potter so special to the fans, was that you literally can watch them grow up into this age. So yeah. yeah. Can you believe the last Harry Potter movie came out in like 2013? It was 10 years ago. Yeah. Doesn't that make you feel old? <laughs> if you go and watch it, it still looks like it was made a year ago. It, it's insane. I know. Honestly, they did those movies so well. They I did. Can't even they had them. the budget. The monies. The monies were shining. Oh, well, we turned this into a long episode because the stuff I actually want to talk about before the family rant happened. <laughs> Literally, we watched these movies. So the first movie came out in 2001. The last movie came out in 2011. Oh, 11? I thought it was 13. Oh my god. That's From even 2000 crazier. 2011. 10 years for 8 movies and we watched them the entire time. Because- you know what's wild though is that Harry Potter was supposed to be 18 when he defeated Voldemort and like we know Daniel Radcliffe was like 21 or 22. Yeah, and he still looked isn't that old. far off from the age because Hollywood has hired way older actors to play oh, yeah. way younger people before. Well, look at Percy Jackson. No, literally the movies. Sorry, the movies. Yeah. The movies. That Did you have the budget for the TV show? What's the budget? It, the budget was twelve million to fifteen million per episode. Per episode. <laughs> episode. That was what yeah. they did for the Mandalorian the first two seasons. That's why it was That's so good. Should. They have the money. Do it. And also, Rick Riordan is literally, he's made so much money off that series. Like, oh my god, I know. And all his other books, too. Oh Hold my on, god. I'm looking this up real quick. What is Rick Riordan's net worth? Because I just want to know. Ooh. Just know authors don't really make, like, too terribly much. Wow. That's a net worth of $40 million for an author? Ooh, that's actually really, wait, look up Sarah J. Mass really quick. I'm curious about that, how much her net worth is before movies and stuff, though. Yes. Network. Yeah, she's only books. Mm-hmm. Actually, ten million. Only ten million. With for books alone, that's not bad. Hold on, with no. rallying her net worth, it should be more. Oh, it's gonna be astronomical. I feel oh like. Is it like two billion? Million pounds. It's how much? Eight hundred twenty million pounds. Oh, that's over a billion dollars easily. Oh my gosh! Someone Wait, do the math. math. Someone do the math. Million <laughs> pounds to dollars. <laughs> Oh, she's so close. 998.55 million. She is this close to being a billionaire. Dang. Well, I mean, she did write she some spectacular books. She has to be the richest author. Probably. I, I can't imagine another author being a billionaire. I would assume so. Honestly. I don't yes. know. Richest author. Okay. We gotta hang up soon because I gotta go pack. Yep, it is J.K. Rowling. Oh, yeah. They just rounded up. They just said it was $1 billion. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's probably some assets that aren't truly accounted for that we don't know about. So, yeah, to be fair. Probably has a ring. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I need to hang up because I need to go pack for Asheville. And, um, I need to eat dinner. I need to do something else. I'm already forgetting. I told Matthew to tell me, so we'll see. Right. Oh, oh, dishes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well... As always, follow us on everything. Instagram and TikTok are both sisters.opinion.podcast. Um, like share us. This Tell your friends should... about it. Tell your friends about us. We Tell would love to start me. growing a little bit more. 
Um, I really weren't funny in this episode, but I swear we're normally hilarious. I know. If you listen to our other episodes, this is just our deep rant one. Sorry. Sorry, Mom. Again, we love you, obviously, and we love Oma still. It's just that. I am about to call you. I promise, Mom. (laughs) She texts me again going, are you done yet? And I'm like, like, (laughs) Okay. Well, we love you all. Please share us right now. We're trying to get a little bit more growth. Um, also, shout out to E Money for watching this with her boyfriend, and shout out to Noah. I love you both so much. That's so much fun. I love that you guys actually watch this. <laughs> I'm like, I hope we're. I, this episode's not funny, so I'm sorry, Noah. But I promise, Ellen, are usually funny. <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. We love you all so much. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>